This is your host, Vernon Terrell, with Grace Ministries International. And it's time for Walking Free. And welcome. Today I want to go solo with you. And I want to talk about this idea of walking free in the context of other people. And sometimes that's where it gets sticky. Isn't that right? I think God uses relationships more than anything else to help us walk free. And sometimes it can be painful, can it not? I want to look at this uh, verse and a couple of verses in Romans. Romans chapter 14. And Paul is talking in the context of some relationships here, and he says this. He says, look, accept the one who is weak in faith, not for the purpose of passing judgment on his opinions. And you think, well, what is this weak in the faith? He continues, he says, look, one person has faith that he may eat all things, but he who is weak eats vegetables only. Now, he's not talking necessarily about, oh, a better or worse here. We're not talking about that. So don't, don't go there. But there are some, especially in that day, when common practice where you were offering, eating meat that was offered to idols. And here you have a guy or a gal who says, yeah, I'm not going to eat that meat. It's offered to an idol. And that's just their sincere conviction. They're not going to do it. And then you get someone like me, it says, oh, there's some meat. Uh, Yeah, I'll take it. It was offered to idols, okay? I'm still going to eat it. It's just a piece of meat. And you've got these two contrasting opinions. And Paul says, look, accept the one who is weak in the faith. So he's talking to the person, first of all who says, I don't have a problem with whatever this is in this particular verse, eating this food. I don't have a problem with it. And Paul's first points to that person and says, hey, I I got a mission for you. This is really to put feet to your faith. Accept the one who doesn't see it as you do. Accept them. Bring them into your group even. Oh my goodness. In my small group? In my friend group? In my acquaintance? Yeah, I want to spend some time with your group? Yeah. Accept the one who is weak in faith, but not for the purpose of passing judgment on his opinions, not even for the purpose of changing their opinion. Just accept them. It's okay. In verse 3, he goes, the one who eats is not to regard with contempt the one who does not eat. And the one who does not eat is not to judge the one who eats, for God has accepted him. Who are you to judge the servant of another? To his own master he stands or falls, and he will stand. For the Lord is able to make him stand. Both of them? Yeah, 
both of them. The guy or the gal who's eating the meat, God can make them stand, yep. And the guy or the gal who just doesn't want to eat it, yeah, God is able to make them both stand just fine. And that's where I think we need to put some walking to our talking. We need to walk out of our identity in Christ, walk out of our confidence in Christ, especially toward those who may have a differing opinion than we do on stuff that honestly probably doesn't really matter. What you eat or what you don't eat, that's fine. Eat it. Don't eat it. He, he, even, he goes further in verse 5 of Romans chapter 14. He goes, one person regards one day above another, and another regards every day alike. Each person must be fully convinced in his own mind. He who observes the day observes it for the Lord. He who eats does so for the Lord. He gives thanks to God. And he who eats not for the Lord, he does not eat. And he or she gives thanks to God. For not one of us lives for himself, not one dies for himself. For if we live, we live for the Lord. If we die, we die for the Lord. Therefore, whether we live or die, we are the Lord's. That's the point. It's okay if we don't 100% agree on everything. Don't pass judgment either way. Accept one another in the Lord. That's what we need to be doing. I, I see so many believers just wrapped up in what everybody else is doing or not doing. And, you know, there's, there's a case to be made where, yeah, we can, if we see someone hurting themselves or really in some state of bondage and the Lord prompts us to intervene and to encourage, absolutely, go for it. Our job, however, is to love. That's what we are called to do, to love one another. And sometimes loving one another looks like just accepting one another, not passing judgment on one another, realizing it's okay if they differ and do things a little bit different. That doesn't mean I have to change. In fact, you know, as Paul goes on, he's not telling the person who does not eat that food, hey, come on, idiot, just eat it. It's meat. It's fine. Do you know where the obligation is in this scripture? The obligation and the uh, and really the encouragement to walk your faith is to the one who thinks, yeah, it's all fine. In fact, here's how Paul continues this passage. 
he says in verse 10, he goes, look, why do you judge your brother? Or why do you regard your brother with contempt? One side's going to judge, the other side's going to just have this contempt. Paul says, look, we're all going to stand before the judgment seat of God. For it is written, as I live, says the Lord, every knee shall bow to me and every tongue shall give praise to God. And that right there is a topic for another day. I've got a lot to say on that, but I'm going to withhold for a moment. Verse 12, each one of us will give an account of himself to God. I don't owe you my account. You don't owe me. So Paul kind of sums it up uh, in verse 13. Therefore, let us not judge one another anymore, but rather determine this. Here it comes. Not to put an obstacle or stumbling block in a brother's way. How about that? Just don't put a stumbling block. What, what, what do you mean? What does that mean? Paul says in verse 14, I know and am convinced in the Lord Jesus that nothing is unclean in itself. That's a big statement right there. You mean that meat's not unclean in and of itself? Nope. It's not, but to him who thinks anything to be unclean, well, to him it's unclean. And here's where the real love comes in. Here's where the real walking by faith comes in. For if because of food your brother is hurt, You are no longer walking according to love. Do not destroy with your food him for whom Christ died. He says, look, I know the food is, it's just meat. I know that. But if it really bothers them, don't go flaunt your freedom in their face. That's not walking according to love. Say, well, I'm trying to I'm trying to help them see. You know, let the Lord help them see. They're, they're just fine with the Lord. Accept them, love them, and in fact, withhold your freedom for them as an act of love. Therefore, verse 16, do not let what is for you a good thing be spoken of as evil. For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. For he who in this way serves Christ is acceptable to God and approved by men. God says, yeah, that's a good one right there. That's a good way to walk. That's walking according to love. Even men see that, wow, yeah, that's pretty That's pretty awesome. You love me, yet for this guy or this gal, you're just not eating it because it bothers them? That's pretty cool. That's what walking according to love is. That's where you're really, that's when you stop talking and start walking in freedom. 
You're free to eat it. But you know what? You're free not to, especially if it's hurting someone else. You say, well, so are you saying that I have to be slave to everyone else's opinions? No, I'm not saying you have to be a slave to everyone else's opinion. I'm just saying to be aware. And when you know that something is going to hurt someone, something that you're free to do and you're with them, don't do it just out of respect and out of love. Verse 19 says this, So then we pursue the things which make for peace and the building up of one another. Are you pursuing the things that make for peace? That's walking free. Pursuing the things which make for peace and the building up of one another. Verse 20 says, hey, do not tear down the work of God for the sake of food. Come on. All things indeed are clean, but they are evil for the man who eats and gives offense. This is where the where the combination comes. Are you eating and giving offense? In fact, verse 21, it's good not to eat meat or to drink wine. Paul told Timothy, hey, your stomach hurts. Yeah, have a little wine. It's fine. But it's good not to eat meat or to drink wine or to do anything by which your brother stumbles. So now I have to go to the lowest common denominator. Well, you know, if you're together in an environment, yeah, you withhold your freedom. But here's what Paul continues to tell you that may help bring more clarity. Verse 22, the faith which you have, have as your own conviction before God. Happy is he who does not condemn himself in what he approves. So look, if meat is fine, well, have your meat. Have that food. Just don't do it with someone who you know it bothers. Have that respect and compassion and love. But if you want to have a good steak dinner with those who enjoy it or by yourself, well, yeah, fine, do it. Just be aware of others. And when you are aware that something that may offend them, then as the Lord prompts you and gives you that insight, well, just withhold while you're with them. I love that happy is he who does not condemn himself and what he approves. That gives context to the next verse, by the way. Look, if it's good for you and it doesn't bother you, we'll do it. Fine. But he who doubts is condemned if he eats. And this is not saying, hey, if you doubt, God condemn you, condemns you. No, this is talking about you getting mad at yourself. If you're not sure about it, well, you're just going to get mad at yourself for doing it because you're not eating from faith and whatsoever is not from faith is sin. So you're free. There's nothing unclean in and of itself. So if you want to eat the meat, eat the meat. But if it bothers you, don't eat it. 
And if you're free to eat it, but you're with someone and you know it bothers them, well, then don't eat it. Have a veggie plate. They're fine. Veggies are good. It's okay. That's where I want us to land today on walking free, where your freedom is not flaunting what you can do, but it's also freedom to not do something that may offend, that you know will offend or hurt someone that you're with. It's like that song. Oh, I better not sing it. Love the one you're with, and that's all I know. Just that little jingle. Love the one you're with. Have no idea the rest of the words. But why don't you just love the one you're with? <laughs> and that, And one way might be to just Hold back on that freedom. And if you're with others and you're, you're, you're maybe you're in a group setting and there's meat and you're eating it and maybe someone's there and offends them, you don't know it. Well, you didn't know it. And But as you find out, you know, you just walk in love. That's the, that's the goal. Walk in love. Pursue, verse 19, pursue the things which make for peace and the building up of one another. Don't tear down the work of God for the sake of food or drink. Well, I'm free to have a beer. Yeah, you are. Now, it may not be wise for you to have a beer, especially if you struggle with alcohol, right? You're free to have one. You're free not to have one. You're absolutely free. Go be free. Go be who you are. Who am I? You know the answer to that. You're holy. You're righteous. You're loving. You're kind. You're a giver. You're a forgiver. That's who you are. Go, go be that. And what does that look like? Once in a while, it looks like withholding for you so you can pursue peace. Pursue the things which make for peace and the building up of one another. I hope that's helpful for you today. So now, let me encourage you to stop talking and start walking you've been listening to walking free a production of grace ministries international in marietta georgia for more information go to our website at gmint.org that's g-m-i-n-t dot o-r-g